0: Shalom to all! Today's office is Mama Memvav, and we are starting with the brand new Perak. And today's office sponsor is Nishmas Ishmael, Mars Merim Sara, Basu Yakim Mashah, Hernes Shama Shahab in Aliyah, and Lilan Ishmael, Mars Fredechaye Bela, Basu Yitzchak 2, Hernes Shama Shahab in Aliyah. And then she says, Shar Shanagar Sapara, Ashar Gorda Para, Benimtu Ubar Betsida, and its Ubar, its fetus, was found at its side. So let's say they watched Ashar Gorda Para, and by the time they got to the scene of the crime, they saw a dead Shar and a dead fetus laying next to the shar. And if you do what's not known, did this cow give birth before it was gored? And that means the fetus died before the cow was gored and the owner of the shar is not chay for that. Or did it give birth after it was gored? And that means that the fetus died because its mother was struck by the shar and that means that the owner of the shar would be chay. So the owner of the shar is chay for the cow itself or a vay le and a quarter of a nezik for the vlad. And that's because as the is going to explain that we're going this is called the momenus of this vlad, of this child, of this fetus, is besafik, we don't know who's chive for it, and therefore we split that in half, and he's only chive for a quarter nazek. Also, if a para was, also, a para was and after the negicha, after this goring, a child was found next to the cow, and it's not known if the cow gave birth before a gored the shar, and therefore chatzinezik would not be allowed to be taken from the vlad, from this child, or if it gave birth after a gourd and and that means that the fetus was still in the mother's stomach when it gored the shar, and the damages could be collected from the fetus. So in this case as well, Chatsin chatsi Ezeq is paid from the para, or Vi and a quarter Ezeq from the Vlad. And the Gemara is going to explain this case. So first we analyze the beginning of the Mishnah. This is according to Somches. Dameru says that any time we have mama that's specific, we don't know who's and who deserves it. This is a great clown when it comes to din. One who wants to be mighty from his Friend, he has to bring a rayo. And over here, it's incumbent upon the nizik to prove that it was because of the ox that his shar miscarried. And if he doesn't prove that, he doesn't get paid anything for the miscarriage of his para. So now that we have this clear, the Gemara just asks on the wording of the Chachamim, li li Why do we have to say this is a great clown? What's so great about this klal? Just say, me And the answer is, It's necessary to say that because actually, Big bari, even if the Nizek says, I know for sure what happened, and the mazik says, You know what, I'm not so sure. Still, the one who wants to be mighty from his friend, meaning the Nizek who's trying to be mighty from the mazik, he has to bring the Raya. Or Inami, alternatively, it's for the following, meaning the Chidish and saying Klaal Gadol is because of the following. was stated, If a person sold a shark to his friend, and it turns out that it's a Nagchan, and the fellow who bought it wanted it for plowing, and he's not interested in having a shard that's a Nagchan, a Gorer, as his plowing shard, because he has to watch it, and so he's demanding his money back. Whereas the seller's tining, what do you mean? I sold it to you for Shkita. So it doesn't make it Difference if it's an Akhhan. So Rav Amorav says, I raise it's makhtos, and he gets his money back and he returns the shar. Whereas Ushmul and says, says, Yachosh, he could tell him I sold you for Shitah and the Klaw Guddal over here, which means that it's a khidish, is telling us that even though the majority of people buy luridia for plowing, Still, the seller can say, "What do you mean? I sold it for shechita, and who cares if it's a goring shor? You're going to shech it anyway, and then it can't gore." And the analyzes the case. Am I? Why would this be? Let's see. Is this fellow a guy who buys for plowing, or is he a fellow that buys for shechting? If he's a farmer, he probably bought it for plowing, and if he's a butcher, he probably bought it for butchering. So what's the whole argument about? The Gemara answers He's a fellow that buys for both. He's a butcher and a farmer. As the still. Let's see if you paid the price for a plowing char, so obviously it was for plowing, and if you paid the price for a shechting char, so it was for shechting. And just like if you buy a car for scrap metal, you're definitely paying less than if you buy it to drive it. So it's the same thing, if you buy a share for its meat, you're paying less than if you're buying it for plowing. So why don't we just see what the price paid was? I think my answer is like, it's referring to a case where meat is so expensive, it's the same price as a plowing share, so we're not able to determine it based off of the price alone. But we continue asking on this. Ami, they said, on top If there isn't anything to pay, pay with. Meaning if the seller doesn't have the money anymore to reimburse the buyer, why doesn't the buyer just keep the sure for his money that he paid? Don't Inchi, because people say, from the one who owes you money, collect even brand. Pari over here means brand. It's not a repetition of the word ifra. It means you could collect even brand. In other words, what's machlikes between Rav and Shmuel? Chances are the seller's not going to have money to refund the buyer. So the buyer's just going to end up keeping the shar anyway. Turns out that both according to Rav and Shmuel, the buyer's going to end up with the shar. So what's her machlikes? So my answer is, we're talking about where the seller does have money for the refund. Rav and Rav hold, it's a mechach we go, with the and the majority of people buy for plowing, and therefore the shard is returned to the seller and the money is given back to the buyer. Whereas the shmol Shmuel says, no, the seller can tell the buyer, I sold to you for shchita, and we don't go bus arriv. Because when do we go But arriv? That's only when we're dealing with yesurim. When we're dealing with monetary disputes, we don't go bus arriv. The one who's trying to be mighty from the other one, it's incumbent upon him to bring the raya, and that's according to Shmuel, the who bought the shark is stuck with it. And Hai Na Me'achaliv rests just like this. Shoshanekes aparav nimzubar mitzida of a short gourd <speaking> aparah and its <in> child or its fetus was found at its side. Veyni yudeah really it's veyni yudeah it's not known im adshaloy if it gave birth before its gourd im shenakhayalda or if it gave birth after its gourd and that means that the fetus died because of the goring. Shalom chatsinazek leparah the owner of the ox pays chatsinazek for the cow reviinazek levlad and a quarter of nazek for the vlad. Different sumchas this is sumchas opinion again because mam and motel basafek halken ba chamar lechamim say amaytum echaver ol varayel the one who's trying to be mighty from his friend, he has to bring the rayo. And now we just explore, how do we know that the one who's being mighty from the other person, he has to bring the rayo? That's because Shunemar the pasuk tells us, whoever's a baldvarm, meaning he has a dispute, he shall approach them. And this is referring to when Moshe Rabbeinu went up on Har Sinai, he appointed Aaron and Hur to be in charge, and he said that anyone who has dispute, they should approach Aaron and Hur. And the pasuk really could have just said, he should come to them. Why does he use this word, yigash? so the drasha is, Ya Gish Raya Lehem, he shall present a raya to them. So if you have a dispute and you're trying to get money from your fellow, so you have to present a raya. However, Ravashi asks on this, what do you need a pasuk for this for? Svaruhu, it's logical. The Someone who has a pain, he goes to the doctor. You go to the doctor when you have an issue, you tell him what your symptoms are, and he says, Okay, take antibiotics, put on this cream, it's gonna pass in seven days, it's just a virus. So it's the same thing. If you want to get money from your fellow, so obviously you have to go to Besdin and bring proof that he owes you the money. We don't need a pasuk for that. Of Nachman Amra Baravua, rather, this Possig is for a war of Nachman said the name of Rab Baravua, Dharm of Nachman Amra Baravua, Minan Shainus Kalk and Elotavat Kila. How do we know that when two people come to bezin with a dispute, we focus on the Tevea first? The Teveah is the one who's demanding from the other fellow. In proper legal terminology, this is called the plaintiff. Shenamu, because the Pasak says, Me and the drasha is Yagish Dvar he, the Baldvarim, the one who's presenting the lawsuit, he's the one that presents his words first. And we focus on his claim first. And this is relevant when there's a counterclaim. So let's say Ruven comes to Shimon and says, You owe me hundred dollars And Shimon counterclaims by saying, But what do you mean? You took money from me, and then Shimon counterclaims and says, but you took something from me worth the money, so give it back to me. And therefore, the is telling us we focus on the plaintiff first, the Tevea, the one who's saying, you owe me money, and we deal with his case, and we'll take that money from the nitbah from the defendant, and give it to the plaintiff, to the Tevea, and only afterwards we're going to pay attention to the nitbah's counterclaim. However, Amr Nardai, Nardai said, Pa'am sometimes we're going to actually focus on the nitbah's counterclaim first. <laughs> what is that case? That's if his are going down in value. So take this case that we just mentioned, where ruvein told Shimon, you owe me 100 and Shimon said, yeah, but you took something from me that's worth $100. And because of this claim that Ruven has against Shimon, Shimon's not able to sell his properties for normal price because everyone knows that Shimon's going to end up having to pay him mana, And therefore, they say, you're going to be pressured for cash in a bit. We're not buying your properties for regular value. We're going to undervalue them because you're going to need the cash on hand. And since that's going to cause his properties to go down in value, we're actually going to first focus on the counterclaim and only then on the original claim. And going to the next case I mentioned we said, v'chem parashanak ha'shar v'chulu, par was Shar, and afterwards, we found an Ubar on the side of the Para. So the had said that nezek is collected from the guf of the Para, and revia Nezek, a quarter of the damage is collected from the guf of the Ubar. So now the asks, nezek, revia Nezek? He has to pay half Nezek and then another quarter of the Nezek? He only has to pay Chatzinezek. What's the discussion of all the Nezek minus a quarter doing over here? Why does the Mazek have to pay half of the damages from the guf of the Para and another quarter from the guf of the Ubar? That's a total of three quarters of the damages, and we we know that a short only pays Chatzin So, Rabbi, he answers that this is what the Mishnah is really saying. Chatzin when it says half Nezek is paid from the para, it really means one quarter of the Nezek is paid from the para. And Revian Nezek, when it says that a quarter of Nezek is paid from the child, from the Ubar, it really means one eighth of the Nezek. So, that means a total of three eighths of the Nezek is being paid. Asking why? how does this make sense? If if the cow and the child are owned by the same person, the Nezek could tell the owner of the cow, Either which way you owe me half nazek. So why am I only getting three eighths? El so, Rather, what does "by" I mean? The par de chad de The cow is owned by one person, Ruvain, and the child is owned by Shemen. So it was a partnership over here, and therefore either if the nizek was Tevea from the owner of the cow first. Yes, he could definitely tell the owner of the cow, your cow damaged me. You bring me a raya that you have a partner and that your partner also has to share in the damage. So in that case, of course, he's going to be Ella, what's the case of the mission talking about where he only gets three-eighths to where the nizek was Tevea, the owner of the Vlad first. Domerlei, now the owner of the Para, could tell the nizek, you've just revealed by being Tavea, that other guy from his Vlad, vlad, then you admit that I have a partner, and therefore I don't have to pay for all the damage. You only receive chatzinezek in the first place, and I only have to pay half of that Nezek, because you admit that I have a partner, so therefore a quarter of the nezek comes from the para, and a male of the remaining quarter would come from the vlad, but since that remaining quarter, it itself is a suffolk, because again, we don't know if the vlad was born before or after the nagichah, that's why he only receives an eighth from the vlad. And it can argue, some say that this is a bahashita, that even if the nezek was teveh, the bal parah, First, still Mati Mat the ball Park could push him away. Da Amrle by telling him, the Yadi, you know the Shut Isli that I have a partner, and therefore I only owe you Chatsi Nezek. And again, Chatsi Nezek of Chatsi Nezek is a quarter Nezek from the Para and an eighth Nezek from the Vlad, That's moment of multiple However, Amar Rav asked asks Atu Echad Me Rabu Nezek Ve Echad Does our Mishnah say he has to pay one quarter and one eighth of Nezek? Chatsi Nezek or Vian Nezek The, the Mishnah says very clearly that half Nezek is paid from the Para and a quarter Nezek is paid from the Vlad. So where are you Abaye getting? numbers, a quarter and an eighth. So Elam Arav, Arav answers differently. La Elam really we're talking about where the cow and the Vlad are owned by the same person. This is what's being said in the Mishnah. If the Para is here, and therefore we collect from the goof of this cow, the Hatzinazic, which the Mazik has to pay, is paid from the guf of the par. However, Mem Zion on top, if the cow's not here, let's say ran away or got stolen or lost, so then a quarter of the has to be paid from the Vlad. And again, that's because it's Maman and Mutal We're not so sure if the Vlad was part of the damage, and that's why only a quarter of the damage is played from the Vlad and not But Now, what do we learn from here? Taima, the only reason why a quarter of the Nezik is paid from the Vlad is because we don't know whether or not the child was here when the mother gored or not. If the child was in the mother's stomach when it gored, so then it's part of the damage and Volchatzinezik would be able to collect it from the Vlad, but if not, nothing would be able to collect it from it. And that's why it's moment multiple suffix and we split it and he only gets a quarter from the Vlad. But if it's obvious to us, we know with hundred percent certainty that the child was still in the mother's stomach when it gored, and that means that it was part of the nezek, m'shtalam kuli chatzin nezek That means that all the chatzin nezek would have to be paid from the vlad if the par itself is not here. And this is because Rav L'Tamei, Rava L'Shitasai, Da'amar Ravah. Ravah says, Arshizika, when a cow damages, give mivlad that we collect from the child of that par. Obviously, talking about a child that's in the stomach of that par. My time away is that. Kufahi, because considered like the very body of the pirate itself so it's like the child was involved in the damages. However, Tarnugayoshi Zika, have a chicken damaged, and a baits we don't collect from the egg that was inside the chicken at the time of the damage. My time away is that because ba almahu is just considered like perish. It's like something that's secreted or let out of the chicken, but it's not considered part of it, and therefore damages would not be able to collected from the egg if the chicken's not here. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about this. For now,